I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Spinnerfell. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Sara. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. <laughs> oh, yeah, look man. at you. You seem sharper what? today. You were like quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awake and shit. It's so cool. The other day you were busted as hell. Man, I had like. <laughs> he was a broke ass bitch. <laughs> I was a broke ass bitch, man. I was over here this like. Bitch. I've been there, baby. I've been there. I was. I got up fresh today. I woke up before the alarm went off. I was ready, man. Mm. Think about think about football and uh, trying to recharge. My brother's coming here. I want to be alert. So. Right. Good. Been having fun though, man. This Austin trip has been so dope. That's very cool. When are you coming back? Next Tuesday. So I am here another week. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, just trying to trying to stack up these gigs, man. <clears throat> very cool. What's, what's the what it's been nasty weather too, like like um warm rain. Mm. Well <laughs> at least it, here it's been cold. Uh not not so much rain, but I believe in Stockholm, at least, we have officially entered into the gray zone, mm, Okay, you know, where it's like every day looks the same, yeah. um, just gray, very gray. You're in the gray zone where falls become winters. <laughs> I remember there was a couple of years and ago. And like become two, depressed. <laughs> there was like, yeah, exactly. There was like two years ago. When you get these little flyers from H and M in the mail, like around Christmas time, it's like their Christmas catalog. Like, oh, uh, make okay. your house cozy for Christmas. And that was the year that they decided that gray was the color. And I oh, was like, no. "Bruh, <laughs> do you, you understand? I was like, are, are you trying to kill people? Like, what is wrong <laughs> with you? Well, whose idea was that at the meeting? You know what, Sven? That's great. Gray it is. <laughs> Red is so overrated." Let's go yeah. gray this year. Let's go gray, man. Who wants no, green man. or red? No, bro. We need some color <laughs> just yeah. to keep, keep us from jumping off the ledge at this time. Yeah, of year. man. Um, Football but, gets us uh, through it, though. It does. It does. And we got some interesting news this week in the football. We got interesting, uh, weird. Um, there's a lot of criminal news this week <laughs> for Ooh. some reason. I don't know why. Uh, Shout out to CTE. Th- <laughs> the, the, the criminal news <laughs> is brought to you by CTE. <laughs> that would be such a great ad. It would be so, <laughs> so horrible and funny at the same time. <laughs> Do you have to close your windows every now and then? Because light really bothers you and makes your head hurt. CTE. <laughs> Available in all football games. <laughs> the sudden loud noises make you want to harm people violently. <laughs> I mean, wow. Okay, that, that's going to take me a second to recover from that. That's a really funny <laughs> idea. Okay, we're going to start with the fun news. Okay. It has been announced that your... Miami Dolphins will oh, appear yeah. on the in-season edition of HBO's Hard Knocks. Uh, how do you feel about it? Uh, it seems fun, man. Mike McDaniel seems like somebody fun to get close to and see how he works a little bit. I, I would lo- anything I can find out about the Dolphins, I'm down. So I'm I'm really glad about it. I want to see fi- how to watch it. Is it on the zone? Is that where it's going to be? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Because I didn't see any of the other ones. Pre- last year. 
Game Pass did not include Hard Knocks for some reason. Mm-hmm. But it did this year when it's on zone. So I guess that's one of the better things about having DAZN. Okay. Um, anyway, I think it's going to be interesting as someone – I mean, I'm obviously Dolphins adjacent because, you know, you're my boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but even if I wasn't – I mean, most people, I just think you'd have to be kind of boring to not be a little fascinated by Mike McDaniel. He's that, such- catching that t- – choosing that team and then them having kind of a crazy offense like that. Yeah. And he as an individual is such an outlier in the realm of sports. Like he's so, he's just odd and I'm here for it. And I think it'll be fun. Um, I don't normally watch the end season hard knocks. What was it? Last year was Cardinals. What was it last year? Cardinals. And then the year before that, it was the Colts. And I'm just like, I try, I watched one episode of the Cardinals one and I just couldn't care enough to keep watching. I was just like, eh. So I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> laugh at the end. Yeah. Um, we got a little bit of trade news. Um, uh, Kevin Bayard. Titans, Whoa. Uh, star safety, basically Whoa. their best best <laughs> defensive player. Howie Roseman is out here just like stealing Titans. You know, first he takes A.J. Brown and now he gets – Kevin Bayard, uh, the Titans in return. Are they got, quitting on the season? Well, we'll get to that later because I want to talk about some, um, you know, the trade deadline is Tuesday, uh, October 31st. Trade deadline is Tuesday. So, you know, it, it could be very interesting to see what happens for the rest of the week. It also might be interesting to see um, – how many snaps someone like Derrick Henry gets this weekend? Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, they better kick the tires on that uh, that rookie. Uh, that's in the news rundown, actually. We'll get to that in a second. Um, let's see. In return, the Titans get Terrell Edmonds, who was also a safety, um, mm-hmm. but okay. apparently not that good. And they also get a <laughs> second-round draft pick. Um, so... Yeah, the Eagles mm-hmm. have been pretty banged up in their secondary, so they're obviously trying to fill a, a void that they have there. Um, let's see what else happened. The Rams cut their kicker, Brett Maher, after he missed oh. two field goals and an extra point in the loss to the Steelers. Um, it's not the only kicks that he's missed this year. I think he's had a rough year. Um, tough Tough, tough when you get cut as a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> it's like remember, you like, had, it's like you're the only one too, and you have what you literally have one job. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, you got one job, and then you don't have any competition on the team normally. So you're like you kind of feel like you got job security, and you never get hit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> what role do you fill if you can't put it between the pipes? Uh, so he gone. Um, <laughs> I wonder what they're going to do. Like, did they already get another kicker? I'm sure they'll go find somebody. My boy, former Bulldog uh, Rodrigo Blankenship, is out here without a job. He might be able to go pick him up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's that weird dude. He wears those like I know, dark with the frame glasses. glasses, and he likes to play with Legos in his free time. Yeah. He's kind of one of those weird Lego hipsters. Jeff Goldblum of the NFL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a great comparison. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's get to the weird criminal part. Um, okay. Uh, staying with the Rams, Rams wide receiver, Demarcus Robinson was robbed at gunpoint in Los Angeles this past week. Oh my God. Um, and they took over a hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry from him. Uh, it sucks, (laughs) but, um, Mm -hmm. I don't think no matter how much money I made, Mm. That I would wear, I would have a hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry on me without a bodyguard or security right. on me. Sure. Did he, did he have security with him? Uh, no, I don't think so. Imagine that when you're just like at your dresser in the morning, <laughs> getting ready. Yeah, let me get this twenty-eight thousand dollar earring. <laughs> put this one in, and this uh, other twenty-eight thousand dollars, and then all. Forty thousand dollar chain on. Here's my watch. My twenty thousand dollar watch. Like, what am I? I don't know. 
that's it's a, a little crazy. That's a lot, man. Even I though mean, I, I don't support it. robbing anybody, and if you got, the, it doesn't feel like a lot of money to him, probably. But right, I don't want to be I mean, target either. I I know what you're saying. It's a very solvable problem. The other thing that you could do is just not go out into the world all iced up like that. Right. Um, but that sucks though. To get but robbed. yeah, it does suck to get robbed. Um, moving on to the fuck that guy category, Chiefs. Uh, receiver Justin Ross um, was arrested in Kansas Kansas City um, for a domestic violence situation. Apparently, apparently beat up his girlfriend. Oh shit! Uh, and I think Fuck so. That bad. guy. Yeah, I think he like dragged her somewhere, like by her hair or something. Like really mm. horrible. Um. Shit. Yes. So that happened. And then the, the only reason I'm doing this is because there were so many criminal stories. And then shortly thereafter, this story pops up um, like Saints, New Orleans Saints, superstar wide receiver Chris Olave arrested for allegedly driving 70 miles an hour in a 35 mile an hour zone. Um, I didn't see the signs. Asked for comment. <laughs> he said. He was driving so fast because he just couldn't get away from Derek Carr fast enough. <laughs> no. The officer agreed he with him. He was trying to get an overthrow. Yeah. Derek Carr overthrew him so bad that he got in the car to go chase the ball down. The officers agreed with him and, and let him go with a warning. No, they did not do that. They didn't do that. He actually got he got thrown behind bars. Um he tried to get a warning. I, I saw the video. It was on TMZ a, a, after they cuffed him. He was like, am I getting arrested? And they're like, yep. Uh, and he says to the officer, he's like, uh, you know, I play for the Saints. Oh, shit. <laughs> I would have said it, too. That was last ditch effort. And then the cop goes, and? Oof. No, just <laughs> one is- team. <laughs> just the Saints. You can't play which for was, two teams, officer. Which was basically his version of Mike Tomlin's We Do Not Care. He yeah, was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah. He's like, we do not care. He's like, y'all ain't even good. Like, <laughs> of course I'm taking your ass to jail. He just said, you think I'm going to drop the charges like you dropped the football all the time? <laughs> 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 like you drop passes, you think I'm drop charges? Nope. <laughs> Uh, another story brought to you by CTE NFL has fined Seahawks <laughs> Jamal Adams $50,000 for what is okay. being described as an aggressive interaction with a concussion doctor. Great cash, homie. Whoa, so, so he was like, let me in the game. Fuck you, man. Like that. No, so, so what happened is that he came out of a game a few weeks ago because of a concussion and he was super pissed off about it. And apparently in this situation, um, the doctor was, was um, you know, looking over another player and Adams kind of injected himself into the situation and tried to tell the doctor like, hey, don't fuck with him like you fucked with me. He's fine. He can go back and play in the game. And oh. apparently it got a little like I don't think it got like super physical, but I think he laid hands on the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the league was like, we can't have these anyone out here fucking making uh, our our doctors feel unsafe you know what i mean yeah. so they were like we're gonna give this motherfucker a fine that makes him that's good know that we're not fucking around here um that's good well i mean how much did they find the doctor that stabbed tyrod taylor huh huh where's that fine that's, at? A, that's a fair question really <laughs> i never really heard the conclusion of that i'm pretty sure tyrod yeah. sued him okay um but i don't know i, I never actually I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, the NFL suspended Broncos safety Kareem Jackson for okay. four games after his second ejection of the season. Um, but upon oh, appeal, okay. yeah. upon appeal, uh, he had his suspension reduced to two games. Um, okay. Because the second one was like, if you looked at the video from another angle, you could see it wasn't really an intentional headshot. Um, but still this guy, you know, he's, he's, he's had, I think he's had several fines already. Uh, this is second 
ejection. You're supposed to learn not to do that shit in college. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Some coaches are known to tell their players to hmm, just throw it out That's there. true. <laughs> and he actually plays for one of those coaches yeah. who has been known to do that sort of thing. I wonder if Sean Payton is paying the fine for him. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> NFL has been very busy this week asking a lot of questions, and they have been asking the Atlanta Falcons for a more detailed explanation regarding Bijan Robinson's health and why it was not reported mm. uh, properly in the last game. Um, which, as uh, as an owner of Bijan Robinson in one of my fantasy leagues, I am also asking that question uh, because yeah, I put him in my starting lineup my and he's got yeah. fucking zero carries <laughs> until the fourth quarter. Yeah, I'm like, man. what am I? Gambling has added another dimension to this whole thing, man. NFL's like, yo, you got to be giving information before we lose these gambling rights. That's true. Actually, I didn't think about it from that perspective. I'm sure Vegas probably made the call. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck? Like, hey, people this guy's wanting their bets back. Yeah, this guy's not listed as questionable going into the game, and he doesn't get a single carry until the fourth quarter. And we hear about him being having some kind of weird headache situation. Like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Um. So whatever, the Falcons have decided to have no comment thus far. Um. Someone who uh who has had some comments. Uh, Jim Ursay, owner of the Col- Colts. Uh oh, this bitch has opened his mouth again. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> so it's a it's a fairly well known. So I don't even know whether to call it a secret or not. It's not really a secret, but it's something that people don't normally talk about, which is that. Um, the league and the owners typically every week will discuss things that happened in the games mm-hmm. from the previous week, especially the officiating. Um, and the league will, you know, pretty regularly admit that that call, this call, that call, whatever, perhaps shouldn't have been made. And mm-hmm. it all stays in house. Jim Irsay decided to talk about it. And he came out here on Twitter admitting that the officials made mistakes at the end of the Browns-Colts game. Um, He basically said that the NFL admitted it to him, that that, that the refs fucked this up. What happened at the end of that game? So the calls in question came on the Browns' final drive of the game Mm -hmm. when – when when the Browns were down thirty eight to thirty three, so the Colts were you know potentially mm-hmm. oh, going to yeah. win the game. There's only a minute left. Um, the first one was a forced fumble that was reco- recovered by DeForest Buckner that would mm-hmm. have ended the game. Um, but Colts cornerback Darrell Baker Jr. got popped for an illegal contact penalty. He made some contact with Amari Cooper past the five yard mark, but it wasn't oh, anything yeah. that was really worth a flag in hardly right. anyone's opinion. Yeah, um, they said it in this- the broadcast. Yeah, the second one was even crazier. Um, it was a shot to the back of the end zone. P.J. Walker was trying to hit Donovan Peoples-Jones in the back of the end zone. But P.J. Walker overthrew him out of the back of the end zone by at least five yards. Mm-hmm. Totally uncatchable. Yeah. Um, I mean, I heard someone joking yesterday. I would like to know, like, how tall would P.J. Walker had to have been for that to be a catchable ball? I think oh, he would Peoples literally Jones, have to yeah. be – yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he would literally have to be like eight or nine feet tall to have actually caught that football <laughs> with his feet still in the end zone. Uh, um, but the refs threw the flag anyway. So he, Ursay is basically saying that the NFL had a conversation with him about those two calls and they admitted that the officials got it wrong. And he's out here telling people, which you're not oh, supposed to do. You're not supposed to. I agree with not doing that too. Hmm. I think it's a solid thing that NFL is doing to say to the coach, I mean, to the owner, we messed that up. But for the same reason that I just mentioned with the gambling and stuff, I understand them not wanting that to be public information. It's fucked up of him to, like, betray their trust. Like, what if they just always said? What if they didn't tell you that they're trying to improve? You know what I mean? He should shut the fuck up on this one. Yeah, uh, I agree. Another and another team that's probably going to start thinking about it now, who probably got the same phone call, 
is uh who the Steelers beat? Rams. Shit. Rams, yeah. The Rams probably. Oh yeah, that like spot. That, that yeah, crazy that spot, spot was called. horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrible. That was not a first down. I turned away from it because I was like, well, you know, this is they're not gonna get that. They'll review it, whatever. And then I come back and they still got the ball. I was like, how the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Um on to a story that you alluded to. Um the Tennessee Titans are announcing that they expect their rookie quarterback, Will Levis, to start this week versus the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. It's time. However, however, they have also admitted that it's very likely that they might play both quarterbacks in this game. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Both uh, Will Levis. So play Tannehill, and- everybody. Put put Tannehill in your roster. <laughs> no, okay. Tannehill's still injured. I'm talking about that they might go back and forth between Will Levis oh, and Malik Willis. Willis. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I didn't know Tannehill was injured like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he injured his ankle pretty bad in that London game. Okay. Hmm. Um, and, of course, the Falcons are going to lose to – some fucking backup quarterback third string. In fact, only the Falcons will figure out a way to lose to a third string. I remember this a couple of years ago. Isaac and I were already joking about this yesterday. It was two years ago. The Falcons were playing the bears and we were absolutely lighting up Mitch Trubisky. Mm. Uh, and we were like, we are fucking cooking the bears right now. And they benched Trubisky and they brought in Nick Foles. And we we're like, yeah, let's go. We're going to get this done. They're bringing in Nick Foles. <laughs> Nick Foles came in and absolutely destroyed Slice us. And dice. It's just like, fuck. Big dig Nick. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, well, I, don't I think, I don't know, man. I don't, if I were you, I wouldn't feel so, uh, like, so worried because as I'm looking at it right now, Next gen stats say that you are ninety eight percent chance of winning this game. So don't even start with me, next gen stats, <laughs> motherfuckers. Don't even start with me with that shit. I want, I want the I next gen stats for like rookie third string quarterback starting against opposing team. What's the next gen stats <laughs> probability? Oh my god, I want to kill myself just thinking about it because it just feels like it spells an L. It just spells L for the Falcons. Uh, you'll I, win that one. We'll see. Yeah, you um, win. So the last thing that I kind of wanted to talk about before we move on to the picks is the impending trade deadline, which is Tuesday, as I mentioned, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in a we're in an interesting situation. A, a, a lot of stuff happened last year. Um, I still I would still advocate for the NFL trade deadline to be pushed back two weeks. Yeah. Or pushed forward two weeks because i i still think teams i mean i look like we said in the last episode about the vikings i mean everybody thought the vikings were going to be sellers at the trade deadline and all of a sudden they've won a couple of games and they're looking feisty give me two more weeks and i i think everybody's going to know who who a buyer and who a seller would be yeah Um, and uh they added a week on the on the season mm -hmm. so it should push exactly further down uh, so, so far, not a whole lot has happened. We've got the Kevin Byard trade, which I told you about. We also talked about yeah. Miko Hartman being back with the Kansas City Chiefs. Van Jefferson went from the Rams to the Falcons. Um, so there's a few names out there. Uh, I would argue that the big one and the one that the most amount of rumors are swirling around at the moment is probably Derrick Henry. Mm. He is on the last year of his contract. So, you know, the Titans obviously are, are in a situation where they have to decide, do we, do we want to get something for this guy? Cause right now he's worth something or do we want to mm. risk him just walking away for nothing at the end of the season? Or maybe he's kind of done. Yeah. Or oh, but maybe he's get something for him. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. But from the Titans perspective, it makes perfect sense to trade him. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I for a team maybe looking to trade for him, yeah. I would say I wouldn't really consider that unless I felt really confident in my offensive line. Um, or if you get an injury and it's the year, it's your year to make a run. Like say McCaffrey goes down. 
<clears throat> but see, that's again, that's why I think they should push the trade deadline because right now, yeah. you know what I mean? Like what teams exist right now that you would consider true contenders that are in need of a running back? All right. I would Buffalo? say Buffalo. I would say Buffalo is the only one I can think of. Um, <laughs> that's the only one I can think of. I'd say Buffalo. Uh, there is also an argument and a rumor, or I don't know if it's a rumor, but it's like people out here wish casting um, that Derrick Henry could wind up with the Bengals. Oh, that is one that'd be good. Um, another one would be the Ravens, but I don't know. I don't know if I see that fit as well. I mean, I see it as a fit, but I don't know. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> it seems like that fits in the Ravens' personality. I could see it. But who you knows, really... man, with this new this new uh, offensive coordinator? I mean, there's a bunch of bad teams that need running backs. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like they're not the going to be making a run. Tampa Bay. Imagine them obviously... on the. <laughs> imagine them standing behind Mac Jones. You <laughs> thought the box was full before. <laughs> ah, so funny. Mac Jones. Yeah, so he's probably the hottest name. And apparently, I mean, all the reports are saying that, that it's not just him. The Titans are taking calls on Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins. They just got him. I know. But the they fact that they just gave up, but the fact that they gave up one of their best uh, defensive players kind of signals that the Titans are sellers. So they're like, Damn. "Hey, let's I go!" Them and they have the a division, and they also have a new GM. They have a new GM, so he's like, he he's not connected to any of these people. He's like, eh. although he I is connected. How Vrabel to the feels about this shit? Probably hates it. Uh, yeah. You play to win the game. I, you know maybe, I mean? maybe he wants those picks, man. Maybe he wants those picks. Not really sure. Um, yeah, that's the silver lining. But then, how do you say that to your locker room? Hey, man, really believe in you guys. We're getting rid of half of you guys. Yeah. Well, speaking of getting rid of half of your guys, the other big rumor is basically out of uh, Denver, where it feels like everything is is yeah. for sale. In Denver yeah. right now, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, um, everything except there are rumors like you hear people like talk about Patrick Sertan, but I don't think anybody who knows anything about football right. thinks that he's going anywhere. It's like that's those people nah, that play franchise mode on Madden. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah, this ain't Madden. But I could definitely see Jerry Judy going somewhere. Um, I don't really know. I mean, obviously, people say the Chiefs because the Chiefs maybe need a receiver but i don't know i don't know where i see him going mm. i feel they like would he's not trade him to the chiefs to their division rival <clears throat> no i don't think so either I, and i also don't think that jerry judy has done himself any favors um i don't think he's i as much as i what was the guy who criticized him last week um steve smith um, oh yeah. <laughs> as, as much as I think Steve Smith, you know, his question, his comments were the way he handled it on air was maybe a little weird, but, but his original point was correct. Um, right. which, which is that Jerry Judy has not really done that much since he came into the league. Uh, nope. and I don't think he's been very good at handling the criticism. Um, and also he plays for a bad team. So, you know, who knows? Maybe he goes to a good team and he's he's a better player. Um, but yeah, everything seems to be any, anything that isn't nailed down in Denver appeals appears to be for sale. Um, there's uh, the other big name I think that's on the on the trade rumor wire would be Chase Young out of Washington. Um, oh, also. He's on the last year of his rookie deal, and it appears that the commanders maybe not interested in paying this man. And that's what pisses me off. Hmm? The other one is Brian Burns, edge rusher out of yes. Carolina. He, who, who was it? Um, 
I think the Rams were trying to get him last year in a trade, and they were like, no, 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 no. But now it appears now that the house is falling mm. and they don't own their first they, – I don't think they own their first-round draft pick anymore. I think it belongs to Chicago. The Bears, right? Yeah, the Bears go. Yeah. So maybe they're looking for something like that. This guy Brian Burns is a – The best player on their team, right? For sure. He's a beast. Um. Buda Baker, very good safety out of Arizona. What is Carolina Just, doing, man? Like, mm, how do you like? What are they doing? Like last uh, year, they were they got rid of their best player, McCaffrey. Mm, mm-hmm. And then, I mean, if you're gonna do your fire sale, you do it then, right? Or if you're getting rid of your best player, you're gonna get a new coach and all that stuff. I don't know. I think. I, mean, you, I think either, that either you keep your best guy, that you, the youth movement or whatever, which would be Burns. And then, or you get rid of him and then reset. But to switch on it now, it's like a different philosophy one year later. Mm. Like starting I, again. I, I sort of, as I tend to do, I, I like to blame everything on the New Orleans Saints. Um, it, it's sort of their <laughs> fault because they, the Saints are a weird team. Like ever since they were truly good, um, you know, every year that you thought they were going into teardown mode, they figured out a way to mess mm. with the cap numbers yeah, and push the money around so that they could be just good enough to remain relevant yeah. somehow. And Superpower. they've done very good at that, which is, yeah. um, you know, from a business perspective, it's pretty good. It keeps your fans interested um, when they otherwise might bail on you for going through some rough times. So I don't blame them for doing it. Um, but I think some teams are better at it than others. And I think the saints are good at figuring out a way to stay barely relevant. And I think the Panthers are not. And I don't know if it's David Tepper or what, but I don't know. Mm. The bigger question is how (laughs) is it Kyle Shanahan's fault? (laughs) Explain to me. The Cardinals, I'm sorry, the Carolina Panthers' lack of success is at the fault of one Kyle Shanahan. I can actually answer this question because Kyle (laughs) Shanahan is the kind of coach that makes everyone feel like anything is possible, right? Mm. You build this system, you plug and play, you put this guy in, you put that guy in. Oh, we got this guy named Brock Purdy. Nobody's ever heard of him. He's taking last in the draft, and he works. We're going to the Super Bowl Mm. this year. Everybody wants to be Kyle Shanahan. But, you know, not everybody can imitate the boy genius. Wow. And that was How It's Kyle Shanahan's Fault. <laughs> Skip Sorrow can make it happen. Well done, sir. <laughs> yeah, and I actually kind of paid him a compliment because I do believe that yeah. it's true. I, I do believe that he has figured out a way to build this machine where all yeah. of the, the where a lot of the parts are interchangeable. Um, that's not to say that he, I mean, obviously they have extremely talented players, so don't get me wrong, but you know, he, um, yeah, he's done that. Um, but whatever. All right. The, uh, is that it? Are we going to the picks now? I'm all excited. (laughs) Yeah, I think we can go to the picks. I mean, there's, you know, yeah, I think that's it. Um, But first a word. hmm. From our sponsor. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, that commercial break was brought to you by Brisket and Friends. Brisket and Friends, the best barbecue in Stockholm, in Sweden. Go by, ask them for the Svenafel table breaker and confuse the shit out of them. Brisket and Friends. <laughs> barbecue so good, it make your grandma slap your mama. And okay. also, CTE. Yeah. CTE. Yes. Can't let the NFL go by without a little bit of a headache. So CTE, yeah. the headache that never goes away. <laughs> Causing women to hide in their closets since 1973. Oh. oh. <laughs> CTE. Yeah. Yes. Um, so quick note about the games this week before we get into the picks. Okay. Um, no bye weeks. First First of all, there's no bye weeks, but also yeah. more importantly, from a Swedish perspective, uh, this weekend mm. is daylight savings, so we are setting our clocks back. But America does not do this until next week, so basically, what that means is that all of the the early games start at six o'clock here in Sweden yeah. instead of seven o'clock. Man, I remember when you ever been in the club when daylight savings hit. Mm. That was so mm-hmm. fun to get an extra hour to party. Mm-hmm. Cause they normally do yeah. it at like two a.m. two a.m. right? Or, or it used something to be like that. Was, yeah, yeah, they would do it in the middle of the night. I remember being in a club and realizing that I just got an extra hour to party, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the DJ was like, "Oh, daylight savings, we go party one more hour." Everybody's like, oh. "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> one more hour, <laughs> get drunker." <laughs> yeah, so that was dope. Yeah. So, um, yeah, shout out to all the Swedes. Um, yeah. Make your arrangements. Game start at 6. Um, and for anybody who cares, the largest outdoor cocktail party on the face of the planet is on Saturday, Georgia versus mm. Florida. It is on, son. I saw it, man. They, I've seen it on the commercials here, man. Oh, They're baby. Really it's, talking about this, man. it's like a national holiday down in the south or regional <laughs> holiday, I guess. It's a regional yeah. holiday. Yeah, uh, biggest game of because, the week uh, by far. As far as far as the rest of us that are uh, not fans of either team, we do not mm. care. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll care next year when you see Brock Bowers fucking mm. tearing the NFL. He's not playing tomorrow, unfortunately. He's injured, but whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, it's always uh, a scary we got the game, grapefruit locked and loaded for you. So. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Just back the truck up. Back it back up. The truck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's do it, man. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm calling you, right? I, yep. Mm-hmm, I'm flipping. Because you lost. All right. You ready? Uh, yeah, man. It's tails. Tails it is. Ooh, look at your boy. Look at your boy. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Oh no 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 no! You start. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking through it. You know, oh hell no! No. Uh, okay, I'll start. Um, Thursday night football. Oh yeah! Oh, wait, wait 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 wait! Before you start, I gotta hmm. say it's fifty-four to fifty-three right now. I'm only winning by one point. Yeah. Because of uh, last week's. Ass whooping where you you beat me ten to four. So and you got a special like the three pointer. Yeah. So it's fifty four fifty three. It's tight, baby. All right. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Thursday, go ahead. Thursday night football, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um going up against the Buffalo Bills. I mean, both teams appear to be struggling a little bit at the moment. Uh, that being said, I believe in the Buffalo Bills far more. I mean, shit, the B- 
Bucks just lost to the Falcons. How could I possibly believe in them? Mm. So I'm going Bills. All right. Uh Cowboys are playing the Rams. Cowboys coming off a bye week. Mike McCarthy is going to cement himself as the best coach in the NFL and uh, beat the Rams. I do not believe mm. he's the best coach in the NFL, but I got to go with the Cowboys over the Rams. Yeah, that's a wise choice. Uh, okay. I like this one. Minnesota Vikings versus the Green Bay Packers and NFC North showdown mm. in Lambeau. I feel like the Packers have come down to earth. These two teams for me feel like they're moving in opposite directions. Um, and I am going to pick the Minnesota Vikings to win this game. Okay. Uh, have you heard the talk about Flores needs to be a head coach because of what he's doing with that Vikings defense? Of course he does. He shouldn't have been fired the last time. Well, some people talking about that. Uh, then we got the Saints Colts. Why did mm-hmm. I choose to pick these I think games? You, I, was, I think I you was, just skipped. You skipped over uh, Falcons Titans. What? Oh, it's my. T- Fal- oh, I'm sorry. You skipped over. Falcons I'm sorry. Titans. Yeah, I picked it. I'm sorry. I picked it already because I was so you certain. Skipped, you skipped over the game of the week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> This game is also known as a shit bowl <laughs> by XLX. <laughs> now uh, I'm gonna pick the Falcons to win this. The Titans seem to be selling, and I don't know about this rookie quarterback. And the Falcons defense is better, so I don't know, man. Y'all shouldn't lose this game. So I got Falcons. Arthur Smith revenge game. Going oh, back yeah. to. Tennessee. John o. Smith, too. John o. Smith's revenge game. Let's go. I'm here for it. Yep. Um, That's what they're calling it in the media as they're wondering yeah. why this wasn't a flex to the Sunday night game. <laughs> they're like, what? The John o. Smith revenge game? Guys, what's going on? <laughs> he played for them? <laughs> Don't you remember? Uh, John who, Smith? <laughs> Speaking of who, next up we got the Saints <laughs> versus the Colts. Who dat? Yeah. Um, who dat or who day? Which one? Who, I forget. Who day? Oh, it's who dat. Uh, who day is, is the Bengals. The Bengals who yeah. day is the Bengals. Yeah, I mixed them up. Uh, that being said, I'm going with the Colts. Fuck the Saints. Oh, you really think the Colts go in it? Mm-hmm. I'm going on the record to say I think Skip's wrong on that, and I'll take that point. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a little asterisk next to it just so that yeah. I remember that you disagree. <laughs> Yeah, they did put up 38 <laughs> points on the Browns. So He sure did. Watch out for Gardner Minshew, baby. Uh, Patriots are playing the Dolphins. I think this is going to be a hard-fought game, and Mac Jones is going to, after that comeback, he's ready. He's turned it around, and he's ready to lose to the Dolphins again. <laughs> Tua streak continues. <laughs> it's the Belichick revenge game. Finally beat Tua. <sighs> These two weird things happen when these two teams play. This yo, this is the game I wanted to stay away from. <clears throat> I wanted to stay away from this game. What what do you mean? You talking about Dolphins and the Yeah, weird things happen oh. when the Dolphins and the and the Patriots play each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Weird things happen in the next game too. Jets, yeah, that's Giants. What I was thinking about. Yeah. Um honestly. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to stay away from this one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with defense and the team that's coming off a bye. I'm going with the Jets to yeah, keep it rolling. Sense. Yeah, the battle for New York supremacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then what's probably gonna be a fun game? The Jaguars are playing the Steelers. Uh, this is a tough one to call, but um, I just got to go with the Steelers, man. I feel like they're starting to figure it out. A lot of hmm. pressure on Matt Canada, though, man. A lot of eyes on him. Two things. One, I would like to go on record by saying hmm. that I think that you just made a huge mistake. I think the Jags Ooh. are going to win this football game. And two, <clears throat> partly in the category of we do not care, but it's also kind of football related. Uh, NHL hockey is back. The season has started. And hmm. 
at the Pittsburgh Penguins first home game, the crowd was chanting fire Matt Canada. <laughs> offensive, <laughs> offensive coordinator You're at the fucking hockey game and they're fucking wow. chanting about Poor the offensive guy. coordinator for the Steelers. Oh man. Wow. That's rough. Yeah, rough. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got the Eagles and the commanders. Um, I really want to call the upset here. They're the first team gonna... to beat them last year. I know, but I just feel like with that Eagles defensive line, the number of times yeah. that that this motherfucker's out here getting sacked, I just don't I don't see yeah. it happening this year. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Eagles. They should have the commanders missed their chance to beat them this year too. Mm-hmm. Didn't they play them tight earlier? Yeah. Yeah. All right, the Texans are playing the Panthers. Um, I just feel like the Te- didn't, Texans had a bye week last week, huh? So it's gonna we'll see uh, the first Texans um, D'Amico Ryan's off of a bye week performance, and I feel mm. like the Panthers are in trouble. So uh, let's go Texans. Texans are gonna win. Okay. <clears throat> Next up, we got the Browns versus the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, this one's tricky. Yeah. Two gritty teams. I, I still do not understand what is happening with Deshaun Watson. No. Um, there are more medical reports saying that there's still some kind of issue with his throwing arm. I, I, I don't. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get what's happening. Uh, they're playing in Seattle, so I'm going to go with the Seahawks. And the Browns' defense, as much as we talk about them being great, uh, you know, they've they've had some games where they 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 haven't been able to do it for a full four quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I don't last, know. Uh, I, last week, they gave up 38 to the Colts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Seahawks in this one. All right. Uh, is it true that Patrick Mahomes has never lost to the Broncos? It is it true. Like streaks are made to be broken. And this week, no, uh, Chiefs are going to beat the Broncos, man. Again, keep that streak. There are 3% of the people on this <laughs> thing. Too much. too much. Man, 3% of you motherfuckers are dumb as hell. <laughs> Chiefs are kind of looking good, too, man. Like coming into form. Okay, baby. Give me the air horn, because next up, we got a bird battle. Ravens versus Cardinals. Bird battle. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's one bird here that appears capable of flying, while the other one feels like one of those birds that can't fly. Yeah. What birds can't fly? Like a penguin? Penguins can't fly. Never seen a penguin fly. Mm-mm. Ostrich? Oh, they can kind of fly. Awesome. But when you see a penguin underwater, they look like they're flying through the water. They're yeah. fast as hell, those motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, which is not even relevant to this conversation because the Cardinals <laughs> are going to lose. Uh, yeah. Ravens can fly. That's true. Oh, you should have wanted to avoid this game. I don't want to pick this. Bengals 49ers? Who's going to win that? Uh, I'm very confident in this game. Uh-huh. In in this upset, actually. I think the Bengals are going to beat the 49ers. 49ers are going to lose Woo! two in a row. Three in a row? Three, Yeah, three in a row. My bad. Oh, Brock coming down to earth. Mm. Yeah, the Man, Bengals are coming into form. This is their time of year when they start, like, pushing it. Uh, Burrow's starting to move around again. Yeah, they're going to beat the 49ers. Mm. But that's not an upset, right? I probably not. All right. Let's see. Especially after two losses. I doubt it. After two losses, and it's not like the Bengals are trash. I bet they're still favored. Just answer the question, okay? Please don't play with me right now. 
Bengals 49ers. What? 49ers are favored by five and a half. Oh, that's an upset, boy. Yeah. Right? That I'd, say, counts, right? I'd say that qualifies as an upset. Yeah, man. I think more than right. a, if it's over four, I don't know. I feel like if it's over five. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's. That's ridiculous. Oh, they're home too, the 49ers, but that don't mean nothing, man. I think oh, we're going to get that upset. Let's go, baby. Mm. Wow. Speaking of upsets, Chicago Uh-oh. Bears versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Am I right? The rejuvenated uh, Bears with their quarterback, man. They finally man, got their guy. <laughs> Tyson Bajan. Where uh, have you been all my life? Um, <laughs> I mean, that being said, I do think the Chargers are going to have troubles with the Bears because they do not have a very good run defense. Uh, and last week, the Bears proved that they they can run the shit out of the ball. But I just – why am I – I feel like my – I feel conflicted. Like I don't want to pick the Chargers. It's because uh, they have a defensive coach and you just said how everybody could run on them. So it's not And it's also far. like I'm still mad at them because I picked them week one in the Eliminator Challenge and I was out immediately. Did they play the Dolphins week one? No, they played some bad team in week one. I don't remember who they played. No, but I was I like, think, oh, that's... No, Dolphins and Chargers were the first game of the season. So maybe you made oh. week two. Yeah, the, yeah, man. I remember the opening game. Me and Sean hanging yeah, maybe out you're watching right. Maybe I'm it was the right. Titans. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, maybe it was... T- yeah. I thought they would beat the Titans for sure. Yeah, you're right. Um, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. You know what? This would be an upset. <laughs> a big one eight to five it, it's 8.5 there wow yeah fuck it fuck it i'm taking the bears <laughs> you're gonna upset regret alert. that one <laughs> upset alert charges will bit beat by the bears mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh and the final game monday night game Raiders, Lions. Lions coming off a loss. They didn't bite any kneecaps. Hmm. I think they're ready to bite some kneecaps and get this whole, uh, these papers in process to get uh, Mike, uh, not Mike, uh, Josh McDaniels out of there. Another embarrassing loss on on uh, TV, national TV. Doesn't he seem like he might, I feel, well, actually, I feel like it's a toss-up between McDaniels and Staley. Oh yeah. For like in season coach fired. I to me oh, it feels yeah. like they're the most If the Bears beat like- the Chargers, if the Chargers favor by eight points, he might be gone then. I don't think they're gonna win. I don't think they're gonna lose that game. But I think he knows, man. I think his seat is is a volcano. He's like sitting on a volcano. It, yeah, because they play that. They play the Bears this week, and they play the Jets next week. Can you imagine if they lose both of those games? Either one of them. Dunzo. <laughs> He's And finished. they could lose to the Jets. They could lose to the Jets. Jets are feisty yeah. as fuck, man. Yeah, I think so, too. I think Staley, Staley and McDaniels, to me, feel like the most likely first coaches, like fired in-season coaches this year. Yeah. But your boy Tapper is kind of nuts, though. So he might mm. pull the trigger on this guy he just fi- he just hired. Hmm. And uh, what's his name? Reich, wasn't it? Oh, Frank Reich. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Frank Reich doesn't seem to have much job security. No, he seems to be on a short leash. I agree. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it, man. That's all the games. Oh, this is a longer than normal uh, episode for us for the predictions but hey we got to get the information out all right that's true there's things happening um we can move on to our superlatives the sexiest game of the week i can go first um i I should probably say Bengals 49ers but i'm not gonna do that Um, oh my bad wrong song 
That's money is sexy too. That's good. I like that. Money is sexy, but even sexy is very white and Isaac Hayes. Yeah, I should probably say Bengals 49ers, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go with a couple of underdogs because there's nothing sexier than underdogs. And add an extra level of sexy. These two underdogs on Sunday will be locked in a battle for the center of the known media universe. I'm talking about Jets versus Giants in the Mm. battle of New York City. One of the most deviantly sexual places I have ever known. (laughs) The only city where it just don't matter. Public sex in a park. Sex in a nightclub bathroom, hand job on a train, New Yorkers just shrug it off with a hey, you do you kind of mentality. <laughs> Zach Wilson, Tyrod Taylor, you don't get much sex here in that, baby. <laughs> so, so, so don't fuck up this metaphor by letting Daniel Jones in there, New York Giants, because he is definitely not sexy at all. <laughs> oh, Jets, Giants, so you, baby, that's what I got. Jets, Giants, that was nice. <laughs> Uh, for my sexiest matchup, I gotta go. Honestly, this week isn't packed with crazy, sexy games. This week is like that time you finally decided to go to the nude beach, and you realize it's not like the movies. <laughs> people that go to the nude beach aren't necessarily people that you actively want to see naked so then what do you do you go to that sex club that you got invited to by that weird guy that worked at your job for a month until he got a DUI and you never saw him again but you still go to the party though and at that party you walk around and you see it's grosser than a nude beach everybody's 10 years older than you thought people should be at a place like this they look at you with wonder in their eyes and you look back with fear in yours but over in the corner, wait. It's what looks like a regular-ass average couple trying to get it on. One of them looks like they had hope in their earlier years and then had some hiccups in life that led them here. The other has been told that they have a bright future, but they're surrounded by losers. And sometimes you act like those that you hang around. But them together, this is magic. They're going back and forth giving everything they can to prove to the world that though not the sexiest they could put on a show and those two lovers are the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Pittsburgh Steelers my <laughs> sexiest game of the week <laughs> wow I gotta admit uh, I had no idea where you were going with that <laughs> no idea I was oh, like, man. what two teams is he talking about? They're surrounded by no, the surrounded by losers is the uh, AFC South and uh, yeah. uh, playing down to their competition and and yeah. the hope was the preseason. Everybody's talking about how Kenny Pickett was that guy. <clears throat> yeah, I love it. Yeah, man. Then we got the uh, Ken Patera upset of the week. I can say that I think, and I've I've, I've also bet uh, not bet it, but I put that as my pick. Upset of the week is the Bengals are going to beat the 49ers and have the Niners saying, I am so upset. And Skip saying, I told you so about Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> I'm here for that. Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to go Bears upsetting the Chargers because I obviously picked that. But I also think I have a funny feeling this week. I do not expect the Carolina Panthers to win zero games this year. Mm. Okay. And if they're going to win one, go beat some of this, uh, Mm. go beat some of this, 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 you know, the Texans, I mean, they've been good, but they've been a little, you know, good one game, mediocre the next. I think they can get got. I think the Panthers are desperate for a win. I, I have a feeling the Panthers are going to upset the Houston Texans this week. Mm. Might be the wow. only game they win all year. Wow. I like you going on the record with that. Look at Skiff with the tapper balls. Hmm. All right. Um, what's your bold prediction? 
my bold prediction is basically your upset of the week. My bold prediction is that the Cincinnati Beagles are going to hand the 49ers their third L in a row. Like I said last week, the dam was cracked. The Vikings broke it. And now the town below is flooded with water. And now the Bengals, all they have to do is swim in there and mm. drown them. Just Ooh, drown them. Man, did this dude just did this? <clears throat> What was yeah. it? The Dan, remember the Dan Campbell thing? <laughs> yeah, so from take Hard Knocks. <laughs> take them out. We talked about swimming them out to the abyss. To the abyss. Drown them. And then you drown them. <laughs> Boom! The musical. That had to be the greatest opening of Hard Knocks ever. Yeah, man. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, what's his name? Robert Sala tried to do it. It was like womp, yeah, it womp, didn't, womp. Yeah, it didn't work. All right, uh, my uh, John Starks bold prediction. Uh, we've seen this guy do it, but this is good. we're going against a legendarily bad defense. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to continue the streak, man, of tearing it up, even with a, a core that's getting to know each other. And he's going to get another 400-yard, four-touchdown game going against these uh, passive Denver Broncos defense. So we're all going to be saying, man, did this dude just did this again? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. What's your bold prediction? I just did it. Cincinnati oh, Bengals. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Damn, you all about upsets this week. Uh, mm. The picks getting pick them leader. Nicholas Hemmingson is in first place. I don't want to brag, but I'm in second place. Just throwing it out there. Throwing Quite a leap. There. You were you were back there. <laughs> I was like 16 or something, and I had a you know so last week kicked a lot of people's asses. I saw the lowest somebody only picked three right. I know they were hurting, uh, and the highest was actually. Nine, I think it was. Something like that. <laughs> it was a rough one. That's crazy. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, the Eliminator update, it's over. I said it already. Um, Jason won. Champ, champ. Who's going to be here today? So Nice. Maybe we could do shout a out bet champ, with him. Champ. Yeah, shout out to him. Maybe we could do a bet with him. <laughs> That's a good idea. Uh, Since it went so well the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for checking out this episode of Spin NFL, man. This was fun. Uh, good luck to all your teams out there. Um, unless, uh, do we have a bye week? Did we play? Y'all know we playing. Unless your team's a Patriots, always fuck the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Saints. Fuck, fuck everybody. <laughs> yeah, man. We'll catch y'all later. It's been John the Rollins. Skip Uh, what's Spin NFL? Y'all take it easy. Peace. Later, y'all.